When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, welcome back in. It is Grand Prix Day here at Addington. We're nine and a half minutes out from the Livermore New Zealand Trotting Free-for-All Mobile Trot, where your hot favourite is Muscle Mountain. But let's get across to Tasman. Michael Guerin, I know you would have loved to be here today, Michael, but you're in just as good a spot over there in Melbourne for the Inter-Dominions. Yeah, hey, Clado, I am. And as I come to you, just uh, minutes out from the Trotting Free-for-All, extremely disappointing news. Uh, Bolt for Brilliant has a fracture and a pedal bone and is out of the Inter-Dominion and out of the summer of racing and, to be perfectly honest, the foreseeable future. So uh, our Roe Cup winner from this year, who was the long-time and heavily backed Inter-Dominion favourite, fracturing a pedal bone at Geelong last night. That news has come out two minutes ago. Um, oh. And sadly, he uh, won't be seen again for quite some time. Oh no, that is—he's been an up and down season for him because he didn't quite hit his straps. New Zealand Cup week, he went home, uh, watched them at Shepparton on Wednesday night. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday night? And he was trying to make that run across the top, that final bend, and he just went nowhere. And I thought, oh, this, this is over. He's just not himself. And then he picked himself up. He got in a bit of strife, didn't he? And uh, he got out and he roared home and just beat, got just got beaten. And I thought, yeah, everything's back on track. Another second last night. But, oh, that's heartbreaking news. Yeah, well, very good horse, very brave horse. I mean, had he been at his best last night, I think he would have won. But completely changes the market for, for everything for the Trotter Series now because he was as short as a dollar seventy during the week. And, uh, yeah, he's out. So terrible for Tony Hurley and the horse's connections. Um, the horse's health. Safety is not in question. He will be fine long term. But yes, Mark, just think how different things could be. It doesn't really matter that he came to Australia. That is the reason for the injury. He just could have done it in track work or done it down yeah. home, uh, racing in the race, which is about to unfold in about seven minutes. But yeah, um, brutal for him. Um, a horse who I think at his best would have absolutely bolted away with the series. But that is not to be. So, barrier draw for the Inter Dominion Trotting Series tomorrow night, 9 30 New Zealand time along with the pacing series, but there are now no New Zealand horses in the series at all. Uh, not like the old days. No, it's not. And it, look, it's, the stake money's not high enough for the paces to get the best paces over here, and some of them don't want to be travelling, and there's different options for them as well. But, um, yeah, it's been a very unusual week, considering this time last week. He was a dominant favourite and had one of um, his opening heat at Ballarat in the cakewalk. So, as they say, mm. a week is a long time in racing, Mark. We, we can hear the, the we can we can hear the frustration in your voice, making the disappointment. But still, Kiwi-owned trotters still about still in still in the interdom. Queen Alita, another second last night. She goes around in Tony Barron's colours. Yeah, she, and she was really good last night too. Probably not best suited sitting part, but Chris Alford had no choice. Marky, so well, she's in the final. She'll carry the New Zealand hopes. Uh, Queen Elida, they tell me. It's called, I've called her a leader her whole career, but apparently it's Queen Elida. So, um, yeah, we'll go with her. She'll be the one we're yelling for in the final. Pace's final. 
um, all nine heats won by female trainers, which is wow. quite remarkable. Emma Stewart won seven of them. Uh, Linda McCarthy won and Jess Hubbs won. So the Bowery are drawn for that pacing final. Uh, absolutely crucial 9.30 tomorrow night because um, yeah, there's, there's not a lot between about six or eight horses, but it's very much advantage Emma Stewart. She has a lot on her side. Yes, she certainly does. She took out the three heats last night. What a interesting to note. And, uh, drivers, David Moran, she had three different winning drivers. David Moran, Jody Quinlan and Mark Pitt. So good that she's got the top drivers to call on. Yep, and she's got a... Uh, so Mark Pitt will drive um, the horse who won the last week, Mark Dan. They'll need a new driver for Beyond Delight. But yeah, they're very eclectic in the way they use their drivers. They use Mark Pitt a lot, but they use all sorts of random drivers from different places. And yeah, they're, um, they're a very different sort of training barn and their Victorian domination is similar, not as dominant as say Mark Purden and Hayden Cullen uh, in New Zealand and definitely not on the grand circuit. This could be a breakout carnival for Emma and her partner Clayton because um, yeah, they probably should win this, this race and they will take them to a new level because they haven't been big time into the Indian trainers in the past but uh, they're going to be at this carnival. They certainly are. Well, Mike, uh, you certainly would have been casting your eye on Addington today. Man, there have been some outstanding performances, not the least. Millwood Nike kicking things off in race three. She was just magnificent. Yeah, wonderful filly. As good a juvenile filly as I've seen in New Zealand. Um, obviously, she's actually three naturally now because the season uh, has changed. So it's hard to rate her against other juvenile fillies because they used to keep to race in a little sort of season of their own from sort of March till maybe late May or June for the jewels. So they had them extending into December. They're a lot more mature these horses, but I've never seen a horse in either code at two who I was more certain would win an Oaks at three. So she'll just turn up and win an Oaks. In fact, she could win an Oaks now. And saying that, the next Oaks is only about three months away, Mark, so she's going to be racing the same horses. Um, maybe the second best of the crop uh, wasn't there, Artie's Express, who's the Stonewall stud horse, but um, yeah, she's just a very, very good filly, strong, once she develops some gate speed, she's going to be a weapon. Yep, and uh, also another unbeaten filly for Mark and Hayden, high energy, <laughs> she just she just dealt to them, another word for it. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a race she probably shouldn't have been able to win, a lap from home, some great drone footage from trackside, and Look, she's, she's just been way, way too good. Continues the sort of formula over the last 10 or 15 years. But uh, unlike sometimes you might see in the gallop or even the paces, where sometimes the good mares or fillies don't often leave horses of their own ability, with yeah. the trotters, it tends to be the breed. Because it's a lot smaller. The good horses leave good horses, and most good horses are out of good horses. So that breed's really developing now, the New Zealand trotting breed. And look, she's got a lot to learn. She's not a big, robust filly, but gee, they're two very, very good horses to head forward for, for Mark and, and the training partnerships he's going to be in next season. Um, yeah, for, for whatever lies ahead, they've got a lot of oaks and derbies and stuff they can handle these two fillies if, in fact, they decide to go down the path of taking on the boys. Well, Mick, there's so much to talk about today. And Ian Dobson's been in the winner's circle twice with Don't Stop Dreaming and the uh, Group 1 two-year-old pacing for Colts and Gowling's but man, the derby. It looked like it was going to be the race of the day. It shaped up from go to woe and then what Akuda's done the last 300 metres. Man, it's just mind-blowing. 
Yeah, well, that pressure, that pressure really, the Beach Ball Republican Party pressure, and no one did anything wrong. They were both driving well with their lights, Mark. You'd have to set the race up for Rakuta. It's bizarre. It looks like he was remarkable coming from last. Ironically, he came from last to win a duels in very similar style. But once you could tempo into a race and give a horse like him the chance to settle and get a head of steam up, he can do some wicked things. And, and take yep. nothing He's away a very, from very, very good horse. Yeah, and Republican Party's been brave in defeat to hang on for second. Yeah, look, he's an open-class horse. Um, he's an open-class horse in the future. Um, has gate speed. He's going to win a big race somewhere. But, uh, yeah, at the moment, a cooter, I would say, is on his way to the race by Grooms at Cambridge on April the 14th because uh, his owner, Ian Dobson, has a slot in the race. So that will be his big target, I'm thinking, in the first half of 2023, mate. Mick, we're uh, just over a minute away from race eight. We've got three more races left on the card. We know how astute you are with your form. We've had some pretty good tipsters on today, Clado. Do you reckon Mick can keep the ball rolling and tip us one in the last three races? Yeah, I reckon he can. What do you got for Look, us? I think, I, I think Muscle Mountain will just win this. Obviously, he's way too short, but I don't want to spank him in the last. If someone said to me, I've got $100, and always bet responsibly, always bet money you can afford to lose. But say somebody said to me, I've got 100 what would you do? I'd have a hundred dollars all up Muscle Mountain a win and just spank him a place. I think you're getting a dollar thirty into about a dollar fifty and gives you about a dollar ninety return and I think it's very good money. Nice work. Well going along with uh, your co host Greg O'Connor. Greg come up and had a chat with us and he said spank was great each way value in the last. And he also said Sinbad was a great top three, top four place who lobbed up at four fifty, three dollars top four. And yeah, Dan Roberts sitting next to me, Mick. He's been on fire as well, labelling an exactor. So we're getting all the good Good on tips. you, boys. Lo- lo- loving to see it. I'm over here in a hotel in Melbourne watching the races in New Zealand, writing stories about New Zealand horses in Melbourne and trying to keep everybody informed. There's a, a fair bit of head mucking around going on with all the backwards and forwards from one country to the other. But I'm glad to know that we're all on the same page for tipping winners, hopefully. <laughs> you are, Mick. Hey, really appreciate your time and your sad news about Bolt for Brilliance, but they've still got a horse. That is the main thing, and we'll talk to you again, Mick. Thanks a lot for your time. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Have a good day. Uh,